It's time for Red Zone Talk on 95.3 KGY, a weekly look at high school football in the area with your hosts, Noel Wall and Olympian prep sports writer, Lauren Smith. And now here's Lauren and Noel. And uh, good morning. It's welcome to uh, Red Zone Talk, Season 4, Episode 10 already, uh, the end of the season. Good morning, Lauren. How are you? I'm good, Noel. How are you? I am uh, really very good. The show, as always, available for podcast on the Red Zone Talk page of KGYFM.com. Go listen to it right before you head out to the game tonight. Get reminded about everything. You can also sign up your uh, teen almost driver for driver's education. A free class from 911 Driving School. We'll be giving that away at the end of the season. You can email us there uh, later. We're going to talk about this morning's article in the Olympian. You may have already read it about Connor Warwick, a two-way lineman from Timberline. And he apparently is the reason that nobody else has a ground game when Timberline is on the other side of the ball. One of the many reasons, (laughs) (laughs) So that'll be fun. Uh, Right now, we're going to talk about last week's action. And uh, Olympia, who is just on the cusp of the playoffs, Hosted Puyallup and gave up 47 too many points. Yeah, so they've kind of had a rough second half here, and a lot of that has been because they've played the really, really tough teams in this league, including Sumner and Graham Kapowson. And then now Puyallup, who has kind of surprised everyone in just how good they were or how how good they are. Um, but 47, 47 zip, there's not a lot to say there other than it was all Puyallup. Yeah, it's all Puyallup. Now, they still have a chance. Yes, so they beat Bellarmine early on. Yep. Um, and if Bellarmine loses to Puyallup, that will clinch a playoff berth for Olympia. If Bellarmine wins, then Olympia will be out. So it's, they're all riding on Bellarmine. It's amazing how much importance an early game can have late in the yes. season. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yelm also tripped, losing to Peninsula 20-6. to Right, and a big reason for that is Kyle Robinson, their quarterback who, you know, I've just been – talking about all season long and how great he's been he went down in that game um i'm hearing high ankle sprain i've heard he's probably out but nobody has given like a for sure answer yet i know okay. he was going to get some x-rays and all that stuff but that's a huge loss for them i think that definitely deflates your team after that happens and peninsula is a good enough team that they're not they're not really going to give much up so definitely uh rough for yelm the kind of silver lining for them is they are going to get to go to the playoffs because central kitsap also won um and that clinched Yelm spot. Right. I did see that earlier. Uh, Timberline uh, over North Thurston. I think that's kind of what we expected. 21 to nothing. There. Yeah, I think I think that's about the score that, you know, I expected or something similar. Um, like I said before, North Thurston always plays Timberline tougher. It's a rivalry game. It's the oldest rivalry game in the county. Um, so those two teams, just for whatever reason, that matchup always seems to be pretty tough. So um, scoreless for a while. Timberline eventually breaks the ice and then um, like we mentioned a little bit their defense has just been so incredible this this season that they didn't they didn't allow anything um kind of the one shot North Thurston had at the end zone on a long pass Colton Steepy broke it up he just threw a hand up in the air and down came the ball so yeah, yeah um good game again really solid game for Timberline Hunter Campau who's been the quarterback since week two getting a lot more comfortable he was 7 of 13 108 yards and two touchdowns and then Michael Barnes, uh, their workhorse running back, 13 carries, 117 yards, and a touchdown. So very solid game for Timberline again. All right. like to see that going into, uh, well, into the playoffs next week. 
uh, Capital thought they had a chance against Gig Harbor not to be 42 to 7. Was yeah, that? rough score. Um, kind of been a rough end of the season for Capital. Things have kind of gone a little bit downhill for a while, and they'll miss the playoffs this year for the first time in a decade. Um, so that's kind of a big deal. Um, highlights there Grant Erickson was 9 of 18, passing for 141 yards and a touchdown. And then Chris Penner had six catches for 124 yards and a touchdown. Um, and he leads the area in receiving by more than 200 yards. Wow. Again, this season right now, he's got 39 catches, 695 yards, and six scores. So Some guys just run away with everything. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a good athlete. Um, you know, I think they've had kind of some troubles up front um, on both sides this season, and that's, you know been been more difficult to find the end zone but uh if you can get chris the ball he can he can certainly do something with it yep okay central kitsap over shelton shelton cannot buy themselves a win no um again kind of like with olympian puyall there's not not much to say there except central kitsap it was all them um and that is the fourth time shelton's been shut out this season yeah and then uh tumwater over black hills that's another one i think we saw coming yes the pioneer bowl um tumwater's still rolling Kind of as expected um, for Black Hills, kind of a, a highlight for them is Jaden Toussaint had a 60-yard score. Um, he's a he's a good running back. He was missing a bit earlier this year um, and is back in their ranks now, and I think he's going to do good things the rest of this season and the next season as well. Um, but for Tumwater, uh, Dylan Payne, a sophomore wing back there, again, a super impressive game, 25 carries, 192 yards, and two touchdowns, and then he also had three catches for 49 yards. And he leads the area in rushing. He's over a thousand for the season, so he's having a having a great year, especially for a sophomore. Yeah, and he's going to have some more football to play too. Uh, WF West, uh, just as an aside, WF yep. West beat Centralia twenty-eight to nothing. Yes, so shut out there um, in the Swamp Cup. The Swamp Cup. Um, okay. Yes, um, and again, like again this year, that sets up the title game with Tumwater. Yeah. Coming this week. So both of those, WF West and Tumwater, are undefeated in league play. Um, WF West has the one loss on the road to Lake Washington, and it wasn't by much. So yeah. that sets up the title game again. Yep, sets up a big game. Right. Aberdeen uh, got themselves a win over Rochester big by win. a big score, 56-14. to 14. Yeah, yeah, big win for Aberdeen. Um, kind of the cool thing there is Kylan Touch, who's their, their big-time running back. Um, very good. He's been a name I've seen a lot in the past couple of years. He became Aberdeen's all-time leading rusher in that game. Oh, wow. Um, and quite a game he had. 30 carries, 223 yards, and six total touchdowns. Wow. A couple of those returns, I think. But huge game for him. Um, for Rochester, their leader was Enrique Sanchez. Uh, 22 carries, 89 yards, and a touchdown. Okay. Let's see. River Ridge had a bye. And Tonino. Yes. Um Oh, so River Ridge, yes, they had that bye. Um, right. They had to play a Kansas tiebreaker on Tuesday. Oh, did they? With okay. Eatonville and Ording, and they won that. So they will play Franklin Pierce on Friday for the three or the four. And the reason that's a big deal is, one, they get a home playoff game now, and, two, they are guaranteed a trip to the playoffs now, whereas if they had lost, um, they would have been playing in a loser out oh, game. Oh, wow. Friday. Okay. So, <laughs> so, yes, they did have a bye, but then important but then things happened on Tuesday. I did not know that. Yes. So I'm glad you're here. That's yeah. why we brought you in for this yeah. thing here. <laughs> so, so that's big. Um, I think it's a fourth year in a row that they're guaranteed to go to the district playoffs. And at the beginning of the year, I think myself and a lot of other people weren't quite sure the year River Ridge was going to have after graduating almost yeah. everyone. Yeah. So impressive. For so them. that's got to have been an interesting event to have a three-way Kansas tiebreaker 
show yeah. up kind of a thing. Yeah, and that happens every once in a while. Um, some leagues like to break it like that. Some like to do it by point differentials. Um, so, yeah, we don't have too much of that this year, but River Ridge uh, went through and got the best to eat in Villanording. And when I was in high along. school in Tacoma, uh, they had the grid go round at Lincoln Bowl, mm-hmm. and it basically everybody showed up and did a bunch of Kansas tiebreakers. It was kind of a fun yep. thing, you know, but yeah. That's different. Thing. That sounds chaotic. It was chaotic. <laughs> and you could almost be running two games at a time, you know, at each end of the yeah. field. But anyway, on we go. Tra- uh, Tenino did travel a rough road to Montesano and paid the price 54 to nothing. Yeah, I think we had five shutouts um, one way or the other in the area this week. Six, if you count the WF West Centralia game. So that's a lot. Um, yeah, Monty's, yeah, Monty's still rolling. Will win that league. Yep. Uh, number four in the state. Um, what I expected of them for sure. And uh, another uh, of the shutouts was Napa Vine blanked Rainier. Yeah, that was on Saturday. Um, I think the conditions were um, less than ideal, which obviously both yeah. teams both teams have to play in that. Obviously, but um, from what I've heard um, from Terry Shaw out there, they just they really just couldn't get anything going. Um, really, really rough game for them. Um, I think they'll enjoy the week off this week and then get ready for the district playoffs. Okay, yes, it was uh, it was quite quite a day. And then Adna beat Morton White Pass. Uh, Napa Vine and Adna, or what's going to happen with them? They're, they'll probably have to play each other for something? Well, Napa or uh, Napa Vine oh, already no, wait, beat they've Adna. They've already, oh, right, okay. Yeah, so if, uh, and they Where did Napa Vine get their They loss? lost to Kalama, who's number one in the state right okay. now. Okay, okay. So, and they're undefeated, um, I believe. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's their only back. loss. So right. I don't believe Napa Vine's lost in league play. Okay. All right. So that's the way that shakes out. And, uh, by the way, Emerald Ridge beat South Kitsap 19-3. to All right. <laughs> so there that, we have. Is that their first win? I think so. That's oh, their right. first win. That's their first win, and that's uh, the first whistle. So we're going to take our first time out. We'll be back with a look at Lauren's feature article in this morning's Olympian. This is Red Zone Talk on Olympia's KGY. The Woodshed Furniture on Martin Way in Lacey is the source for quality home furnishing. Pieces that will stay in the family for generations. You owe it to yourself to see what's new in the Amish furniture or bedroom galleries. Lie down on a Serta or Simmons mattress and check out the Woodshed's wide selection of recliners, power recliners, and reclining sofas. You'll find quality in every corner of the store. 12 months, same as cash, interest-free financing, OAC. 6127 Martin Way, the woodshed in Lacey. Northwest Chevrolet and McKenna will save you money. The lowest sales tax in the area means you save hundreds, even thousands right off the top. And then special finance options can keep your payments low and within your budget. Big savings on all new Chevy models now, including Silverados, and on a large selection of quality pre-owned vehicles, too. No matter where you live, we're just a few minutes away. Check us out at NorthwestChevrolet.com and then find new roads to savings at Northwest Chevrolet and McKenna. Hawkman Spin T Screen Print and Graphics in Olympia and Tacoma gives you the very best printing and embroidery. Perfect for teams, schools, companies, or special events. Get excellent quality, custom design, quick turnaround, and low pricing. Count on Spin Tees for quality brands like Port Authority, Sport Tech, and District Threads. Easy ordering and results you'll love. 2008 Harrison in Olympia or 6450 Tacoma Mall Boulevard. Online at SpinTeesPrints.com. Friends Spin Tees on Facebook. There's the kickoff. 95.3 KGY. And more with Noel and Lauren on Red Zone Talk.
And we are back. Uh, you have uh, maybe already opened up your Olympian this morning. Oh, this is Red Zone Talk, Noel and Lauren, in case you just dialed in. Uh, and if you'd open up to the sports section, you're going to see uh, Lauren's article this morning on Timberline's Connor Warwick. He's a two-way threat, and he's a lineman. Yes. And he makes a big difference. He does. People he's a, and he's a big guy. Linemen aren't the glory position, but he's got the article written about him. Yes. Um, no, he's a big guy, a huge impact player for them. It's actually funny. He's 6'4", so I asked him if he's always been the tall guy, and he said usually but not last year because they had Jalen Bush, who's now at Oregon State, and he's 6'7". Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Connor, he, a big guy, a big presence. Um, he started on the offensive line as a sophomore which is not super characteristic. Mike Spears was coaching uh, the first of two years at Timberline there while Nick Mullen was on hiatus, kind of getting getting into that AD job um, before they would kind of let him go back and coach football as uh-huh. well. Um, but I asked Nick this, and he said, yeah, Connor would have started on my team too as a sophomore, and that is not something that usually happens for guys to start that young on Timberline's team, which has so much depth and so many players um, and a lot of older players. But he... Um, his football IQ is so high and the sport has just come so naturally to him uh, that Nick said that, yeah, he would have started for me as well. Um, so he did that. He said at that point he wasn't as big as he is now. Um, so he kind of learned on the offensive line that it's not all about being big and being able, being able to push guys away, but more about just getting in the right position and being able to take care of the ball carrier and making sure they can't get to them. Um, so learned a little bit about how to control his body and then started um, on the defensive line the following season as well um, and has been a two-way starter the past two years. Um, and he's just got this knack for getting to the quarterback um, and getting in the backfield. He's got 15 tackles for losses, uh, which leads the team and which they believe is a school record, um, especially for a lineman. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he has four sacks as well and several more tackles to kind of to add to the bunch. But he's a big part of Timberline's defense, which really just has playmakers at every single position. They have been absolutely unbreakable this year for the most point. Um, They're allowing, I think it's 33.9 yards per game on the ground. Uh Uh-huh. And that's it. That's it. That's something. Um, Which is is nuts. Um, A little bit more through the air. It's like 114.6. But they've kind of made some adjustments and gotten – Gotten into the flow of that. Uh, one of the things Nick talked about is that a lot of teams change what they do when they play Timberline and oh, kind of uh-huh. change how they approach the game because they know that they're probably not going to get anything through on the ground. And Timberline's probably seen some film and they don't want to yeah, film so, the same look. So, right? yeah, and so they, they have to adjust to that. And I saw that against Gig Harbor. They gave up a few big passes in the first half and then the second half was pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, but Connor has just you know been a big part of that. And stopping that run game and getting into the backfield and making sure that nobody's really crossing this plane at all. Um, and been very fantastic at that the last two years. Um, he's got one offer to go play in college at Colorado School of Mines. Um, but he's also had conversations with Oregon State, uh, Montana, and Eastern. Good for him. So. What a workout that is to play both ways on the line. Absolutely. Because if you think about it, you hit somebody every play, every snap of the ball. Yes. If you're in the backfield or if you're on the end, you know, occasionally the ball's not coming to your side and you're running a diversion or something right. and you're not getting hit, Right. you know, but that's not true if you're in the interior line. Yeah, and you're just you're just going on every single play. And to just be in there the whole time if and, you know, only come off during punts or kicks, and I, he might be in there during those. I, like, I, I didn't ask him about that. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, to be in there the whole game, 
upfront and physical, especially when you start getting to these teams like Peninsula and these bigger teams. Um, it's pretty impressive. Yes. All right. Well, that's a look at uh, this morning's feature article in the Olympian. Open it up and read it or take a look online at theolympian.com. After this time out, we are going to start looking at tonight's action. This is Red Zone Talk. On Olympia's KGY. Real people steal people. Professionals trust steel for dependability on the job. Homeowners trust steel for long-lasting value. And they both trust the knowledge and support of their servicing steel dealer. Right now, pick your power. Steel battery handheld blowers start at $129.95. And fuel-powered handheld blowers start at $139.95. Real people steal people. Visit steeldealers.com. All prices MSRP at participating steel dealers while supplies last. CJ and I power equipment on Pacific and Olympia and Bald Hill Road in Yelm. Get it done. Save a ton. J&I. It's oh so simple to earn while you shop at Capital Mall. Earn $10 every time you spend $250 anywhere in the mall or promenade with the oh so simple rewards program. You can use any Visa, Amex, or MasterCard anytime for any amount and get credit toward your reward. It doesn't affect card reward programs and it's not limited to just one card. It's oh so simple to register all your Visa, Amex, or MasterCards and get credit with every purchase on mall property. Oh, so simple. See shoppingcapitalmall.com for more. Looking for a fun and exciting getaway? Senior Services for South Sound offers day trips and longer travel opportunities. Explore the best of the South Sound region in a comfortable 24-passenger bus, offering various activity levels at an affordable price, festivals, sporting events, theater, and more. To learn about senior trips and tours, visit southsoundseniors.org. Or call 360-586-6181. Get out and socialize. The Olympian is your local news source featuring award-winning reporters with convenient home delivery or join the online readership of over 90,000 per week. The Olympian is a community supporter sponsoring local events. You get the latest local news, sports, and entertainment news in The Olympian. See theolympian.com to sign up for home delivery for just $3.07 per week or get an online introductory four-week subscription for just $1.99. Theolympian.com. KGY and more with Noel and Lauren on Red Zone Talk. And we are back with uh, Red Zone Talk to look at tonight's matchups. And uh, before tonight's matchups, actually 4-4 Olympia uh, traveled to 4-4 Meadowdale Thursday. We we record Thursday, so we don't know uh, what happened there, but it really doesn't matter. It doesn't have any bearing on whether or not their co- season continues next week. There we um, go. Like I said earlier. It does matter. It just doesn't affect. Yeah, it just, it doesn't, yeah, it's, I mean, it's still a game. Obviously, you still want to win and get some momentum going, you know, in the event that you do go to the playoffs. Um, but they're pretty much kind of sitting back and waiting, and, you know, maybe they'll go watch Bellarmine and Puyallup play tomorrow night. I don't know, now that they're that, 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 that yeah. playing on Thursday. Um, but everything you know, kind of comes down to that game. So yes. Bellerman holds the cards right now. That's the, Okay, there we go. Uh, games tonight, 5-3 and three Yelm. Going to try and come back against 5-3 and three Central Kitsap. Yes, um, so Yelm, oddly enough, I believe if my all my math in my head is correct, um, Yelm will go to the playoffs for the first time since 06, which is a big deal. But Central Kitsap, who clinched Yelm's spot... Could still get knocked out, I believe, because if Gig Harbor wins, they would have the and Central Kitsap loses. Gig Harbor would have the tiebreaker oh, okay. over Central Kitsap, I think. 
So this gets all really confusing and there's a lot of numbers. Um, but I believe that's what happens. Now for Yelm, um, if Robinson's out, you know, I'm not really sure what their game plan is going to be going forward. You know, if they're going to really try to emphasize James Palmer at running back or what, what their plan is going to be um, because he's like an integral part of this team, an integral part of this offense. Um, but I think it'll kind of start to get a look at what they're going to try to do this week. Okay, yeah, they would really have to make some kind of a shift right there. Timberline can complete an undefeated regular season with a win over a powerful 6-2 and two Peninsula team. Yes, and this is, um, like I talked to Connor Warwick about, this is deja vu. This is exactly what happened last year. It all came down to this game. Timberline ended up with the 7-3 win over Peninsula. They got the goal line stand in the last three minutes um, to force a turnover on downs and then took two knees and it was over and Timberline, Timberline won the league title. Um the difference this year is it's in Purdy. Yeah. Um, it helps, I think, that Timberline played Gig Harbor at that stadium already this year, so they kind of got a feel and got an idea of what it's like sure. um, to play there. But, yeah, this is a huge game. Um, you know, like we talked about earlier, Timberline's rushing defense has been spectacular, but their pass defense hasn't been as spectacular, giving up over 100 yards per game. Uh, Bonnie Lake and Gig Harbor both passed for more than 200 yards against them in Capital through for 193. Um, and Peninsula has a good quarterback in Burt Griffin. Um, oh, clearly they've got a, had yeah, a great season. He's yeah, he's fantastic. He's uh, 128 of 164, uh, nearly 1700 yards and 15 touchdowns. So I watched him play against Capital. He's very methodical, um, very comfortable back there. So I think if Peninsula is going to beat Timberline, I think it's through the air. But, again, like I think we're expecting probably a pretty close game again or a really, really tough fight to the end. All right. Well, I will really be looking forward to tomorrow morning and seeing the results from that game in the paper. Winless Shelton and 2-6 and six Capital battle at Ingersoll Stadium. It just seems to me like anybody could win this one. That one, I mean, it's the last game of the season for both. You know, Capital failing to make the playoffs this year uh, for the first time in 10 years, which is – you know, disappointing, I'm sure, for them. Um, and then yeah. Shelton, I mean, still still looking for a win. I don't – I'm not really sure what you're going to get here. I would I would imagine Capital come out on top. They do have some big playmakers, you know, and Shelton, Shelton's had a, a rough season and some younger guys uh, that are starting. So I would I would imagine Capital would, would be the victor there, but you never know. You never know is right. And, uh, yeah, both teams looking for a, a win at this point in the season. North Thurston sits at 1-7. and seven. Uh, and they're going to host a, a not real easy Gig Harbor team. That's they're four and four, but they played teams tough. Yeah, no, Gig Harbor, Gig Harbor's had a good season, and I don't think the record really reflects that. You know, they've had some shifting going around at quarterback, and kind of finally got their guy back in there. And he played against Timberline, and he looked good. Um, and he's played since, and he's looked good. Uh, and obviously, Gig Harbor's still fighting to get into the playoffs, so. That's a you big, know, important that's, game that's for a, them. That's an important game for them. And I don't care if the team's one and seven. You don't take them right, trying to know, get into the playoffs. I think they proved that against Timberline last week. I think Thurston uh, was one of the teams that's rushed for more yards um, against Timberline, or not than anyone else. Other teams have rushed for more, but they were close. Yeah. You know, Timberline doesn't give up that many yards on the ground, and North Thurston did decently. Yep. Yep. So, all right. So uh, we're about uh, halfway through. We got a few more games to talk about and some other stuff going on. We're going to take a uh, lucrative time out here. This is uh, Red Zone Talk on Olympia's KGY. Holding number 79, defense. 
first down. I'm also holding a party tonight. Great call by the official. Looks like we've got another flag on the field. Holding a Pepsi. Necessary refreshment. Hey, Ted, bring some of that Pepsi to my party. Pepsi and the NFL. Welcome to the Fun Doesn't End Zone. Athletes can get injured in the big game. Leading an active lifestyle could result in an injury. On-the-job injuries happen all too often. Skip the wait in the ER because Rapid Orthopedic is ready to handle your emergency. Rapid Orthopedic Care, now in Hawkesbury and West Olympia. Seven days a week, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. X-ray, casting, DME, physical therapy, accepting most insurances. Learn more about Rapid Orthopedic Care at OleOrtho.com. The Tumwater Chamber of Commerce invites you to Small Business Weekend going on this weekend. Rich in history and home to unique restaurants and interesting small businesses that deliver real hometown value. The Port of Olympia is proud to sponsor the Tumwater Area Chamber's Small Business Weekends. Shopping local leads to more jobs and revenue recirculating throughout our community. Make a local investment and shop local. Brought to you by the Port of Olympia and Pellegrino's Catering and Events. Pellegrino's, a local tradition, and Airport Golf and Batting Center. This weekend, all golf accessories, 10% off. It's Small Business Weekend in Tumwater. For great local value, look for the signs and the event feather flags as you support your local Tumwater small business. There's the kickoff. 95.3 KGY and more with Noel and Lauren on Red Zone Talk. And welcome back as we continue our preview of tonight's action locally. Uh, here's a big one. Tumwater is 6-2. and two. They are going to host a powerful 7-1 and one WF West. You alluded to this a little bit earlier in the show. Yes. Okay, so here's your history on that one. So Tumwater is going for its eighth consecutive undefeated league title. Yeah. They've won the past seven. They haven't lost a league game, I believe, since 2009. And interestingly wow. enough, the last time WF West beat Tumwater – was in 2009 when they won 34 to 14. Okay. So Bob Woolen down in down in Chehalis is very well aware of what he's up against. Um, I think the interesting thing about this matchup is usually in the past couple of years anyway, these teams end up being ranked when they play each other. Yeah. And then Tumwater's just kind of really kind of blown them out of the water. Um, but Chehalis has some proven players. Uh, Noel Woolen, who's uh, the coach's son. The quarterback, he's 66 of 127 for 856 yards, and he's got 77 carries for 378 yards, and he's got 15 total touchdowns. So he's a playmaker. Yes. The one loss WF West has this season is a five-point loss to Lake Washington, and I believe that one, you know, came down to the end, and it, you know, the score really reflects what the game was like. Um, and then they kind of had, you know, that that weird overtime win over Black Hills that kind of got crazy. Yeah, but the eleven to ten game. Yep. But if there I, if there's a team in this league that could beat Tumwater this year, I think it's WF West. Um, I don't know that that's going to happen. Um, I don't necessarily think that's going to happen. But you know, Tumwater still can't take anyone lightly. Yeah. Yeah. I, exactly. Quality football tonight at Tumwater Stadium. These are two ranked teams. I forgot to look up what their rankings are. WF West is nine and Tumwater's three. Yeah, so that's a very well thought of teams right there. Uh, four or five Black Hills who succumb to uh, WF West. We talked about that. Heads to two and six Rochester. Yeah, um, you know, Black Hills, again, they'll go to the playoffs again. 
Um, so I think that's that's good for them. And they play Rochester in the finale, um, which in the past, you know, has kind of been a pretty easy game. But, you know, as we've seen so far this season, Rochester, you know, picks up a couple of wins and they play yep. teams tough and they've been able to score. So, you know, Black Hills, um, without their quarterback, I think will rely a lot on the run game. Um, but, you know, I don't think they can take Rochester, you know, off the board no, at this point. I, I think know. that's still a tough game and one you got to go in there and win. Okay. Uh, five and three River Ridge plays another five and three team, Franklin Pierce. Yes, and this game has a lot of history as well. So in 2014, when River Ridge joined the 2A SPSL, uh, they lost their first game to Franklin Pierce, and then they went on a 19-game winning streak in the league, and then their next loss was, was to Franklin Pierce in the 2A SPSL title game last season. Last season, right. Um, and that was a crazy loss because River Ridge, you know, I think they were up by a couple touchdowns, and it really looked like they were, you know, going to walk away with this win. And then Franklin Pierce made this big comeback and then just kind of stunned everybody on this big pass as time expired that Mason Starling just pulled down in the end zone. And then even after, like, a couple penalties pushed the extra point back, Franklin Pierce yeah. kicked it and won. Um, so that was a pretty crazy game. Um, that game, regardless of the personnel, and a lot of all those kids have graduated – but regardless of that, I think this is always kind of a fun little rivalry between yeah. these two schools. And, and yeah, some important results in the past. So that will be a fun game as well. Let's see. To 9-0, they have a chance to improve to a two-win season. They're going to play at 3-5 and five Cedar Park Christian. Yes. Um, tough traveling all the way up to Bothell. I don't it's know anything trip. about yeah, Cedar, Cedar Park that's Christian is where Butch Goncharov is coaching now, oh, former okay. Bellevue coach. Okay. Oh, wow. So that's okay. where he landed. They got a, they got a big name. In yeah, high so that's where right he there. landed. Um, and I think he's going to probably start to build that program over the next couple of years. But I'll, I'm interested to see what Tonino can go in and do. Yeah. Okay. A lot of fun football. 131 high school games tonight, 13 more tomorrow. Uh, I can probably guess where you're going to be. But oh, tell I'll us. be in Purdy. You'll be in Purdy. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, the Red Zone Tailgaters going to be at Ingersoll Stadium for Capital Shelton outside the south entrance. And, of course, a chance to show your passing skills uh, and a chance to win teen driver's education from 911. We're at the final week of the regular season. A lot of teams measuring the season's success comes down to what happens right here tonight. Some teams we talked about are going to be reaching for the singular success of an undefeated regular season. Others find success making the playoffs maybe beating a rival or achieving a winning record. Uh, the point is that defining success can depend as much on where you started as it does on where you end. Pete, Co Pete Carroll says that. It's not how you start. It's how you end. Yep. In my own athletic career, I played on a football team that scored once in the entire season, but my soccer team played for a state title. Today, some players taking the field have a bright spot in sports ahead for many others, the student athletes tonight. This will be the end of their experience with organized sport. Tonight, success equates to that participation, the camaraderie, the team dynamic. Possibly, success means someone paid admission and sat in the stands to watch you play. And that means success depends on you listening to this show to get out and go to a game. You may think it's too cold, too windy, too inclement, but there is success to be cheered. So get out there and cheer. And then don't miss tomorrow's morning's coverage of the games. All of this and more provided by Lauren and the staff at the Olympian. 
Be careful not to lock yourself out when you dash to retrieve the fresh news and sports reporting from the driveway wearing your bathrobe and sock monkey slippers. Or you could play it safe, stay inside, read everything online at theolympian.com while listening to great music on KGY. Snug as a bug in a rug. Seahawks host Houston. What do you think? Uh, Deshaun Watson is my fantasy quarterback, so I want him to do really well. Um, I lost last week by not very many points and had to start uh, Brett Hundley from Green Bay, which didn't turn out so well. So I would like him to do well. Okay. Um, But, you know, Seahawks coming off a win against the Giants, who are my other team, um, and that, you know, hurts for the Giants, but... Yeah, they're starting. Yep. They're starting to look like they're starting to get the get the hang of things again. All right, as always, Seahawk games broadcast on sister station ninety six point nine FM KO, pregame at eleven, kickoff at one oh five. Huskies, that day game in Montlake I talked about last week. That's this week. Yes, UCLA, 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 and I know they're uh, preparing for Josh Rosen. Yeah. So, he's a. Uh, sometimes things are a little bit up and down, but I think he's a pretty good quarterback. So. We'll see how that works. The Huskies are a little bit depleted with the injuries, but, you know, if you... Got to see them do well to get to that that, that title game. And that, you know, and a college football playoff berth looks very, 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 very far in the distance at this point. But if you want any prayer of anything, you got to keep winning. That's that's exactly right. Cougars in the same boat. They have a 630 kickoff at Arizona. Yeah. Arizona schools, it's hard to win there. It's weird. Yeah. Like something, there's something about Arizona, and I, I totally buy into this Pac-12 after dark stuff, where just weird, weird things happen in these in these yeah. late games. Yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. Well, whatever happens in all of these games, be sure and read about it in the Olympian. More than results, details, insights, and the funnies as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think those are still there. I think those are still there. Uh, I read it every morning, so I like that part. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for Red Zone Talk. We're going to watch the games tonight on the last week of the regular season, and then uh, we're going to think about them all week, and we're going to be right here next Friday morning at 8.30 to talk all about it. This is Red Zone Talk. I'm Noel for Lauren. Thanks for listening, and now it's time for uh, we're going to do the Workday Kickoff. Enjoy the games this weekend, and remember, every Friday morning is a Red Zone Talk morning on 95.3 KGY. Now KGY begins the Workday Kickoff, playing Olympia's Greatest Hits, 95.3 KGY.